Hello and welcome to episode 74 of the Critical Twits Gaming Podcast, where today we'll be talking to Run Last Click, Teamwork Cast and some Americans about the Netrunner European Championship. Hello and welcome to episode 74. My name's Joe Lewin and this week I'm on my own, kinda. So, we've just had the European Championships uh, by Fantasy Flight Games and I participated in it playing Netrunner. Um, didn't make it to day two due to a mistake that will be covered at some point. Uh, but I did manage to interview and harass a bunch of important people in the community to talk to me about their experiences in the tournament. Um, overall, the event was absolutely amazing, and while I didn't do as well as I'd liked, I did have a lot of fun. This is going to be the first episode to do focused on the community, interviewing people that you'll have probably heard of if you follow the competitive scene or other podcasts, and generally just showing you guys that might be thinking about getting into playing this with people you don't know or anything else how good it can be and how friendly everyone is uh, so first off i managed to talk to the lovely guys at run last click who did a live podcast on the friday night uh which we will put a link to now so yeah, I got a chance to catch up with Edie and Chris and have a quick chat to them. So here's the interview. Cool. So I'm here with uh, Edie and Chris from Run Last Click, uh, a very, very good Netrunner podcast you should listen to if you haven't already. And um, we're going to talk a little bit about the Euros experience. I'm going to apologise in advance for the constant noise because we are sat in the tournament hall doing it. So if anything is a bit unclear, we'll try and subtitle it for you later. Um, Cool, so, um, what were you guys running today, uh, not today, but during the tournament? Um, so, I started off on, um, was on Estelle Spam HBETF, so uh, installing lots and lots of cards. I didn't go for the standard deck that everyone else had, the Lakshmi's, I was using Jeeves, and then playing uh, either a shipment from Sansan, or sorry, sorry, a shipment from Miramorph rather, or a Lateral Growth, and then a shipment from Sansan to gain an extra click. So I was scoring agendas without spending any money or typically making money and then using team sponsorship to recur stuff. That held up pretty well for me, apart from one mandatory loss because I forgot how to write a deck list out like a grown-up. Uh, and I was also running a Temi J Wizard, a uh, very, <laughs> very boring deck, but um, it, it has good game against asset spam and it's not bad against everything else. And yeah, held up pretty well for me on the day. Uh, didn't make day two, just missed out by, by one match, but such is life. So a pro tip will be to write deck lists properly. Um, I'd actually go further. I'd say just print them out from Netrunner TV. <laughs> uh, in my case, it was missing out a 1.0 from the end of an Eli, and it's things like that where if you just write the word levy on your deck list now, there's now two levy cards, and you have to be super careful. And because it's a premier level event, they're not as kind about these things because it would be a bit unfair yeah, on other people. A lot stricter, yeah, yeah, a lot stricter. Yeah, I mean, me and Brian talked about this on the way over because for so long now Eli has just been Eli, but then very recently we've got Eli too, so it's become a thing. Um, although, again, very quickly that goes away soon. Eli won, so it's back to just writing Eli. So you just in that small window of not making mistakes. Um, cool. Uh, Chris, what were you running? 
Hello, my name's Chris from Run Last Click. Go down <laughs> load Run Last Click. Be on brand at all times. Um, so yeah, uh, I was on PU, Potential Unleashed, uh, hitherto known as Potatoes for some reason, for meme reasons. It's very strange. Um, but yeah, that every time the uh, I do a net damage, then that will mill a card. So it's kind of like my main... I have no scoring plan. No scoring plan. I can I can let everyone know this now that the tournament's over. <laughs> for me, at least. Uh, so yeah, I'm trying to mill, mill you out. Uh, arc lock down your uh, levies, get them out of the way, and then my deck is so spiky that anything you touch will kind of just crumble you when you have no more deck left. Um, and then Haley Faust, which has been doing the rounds, um, which is basically one one Faust, one Rumor Mill, and just kind of recurring them or keeping them in play a lot, and just kind of locking down a remote, locking down uh, R&D. You know, it's got a legwork, it's got a deep data mine, which did work the day but uh but yes didn't make day two um but uh not through spelling mistakes or like <laughs> it was just bad play bad i think more people are expecting potential unleashed now and the more people understand how to play against it and the more they realize oh you have no way of scoring then the more bad it does i don't know <laughs> fair enough because um one of you got to day two um who's not here yeah uh sadly um Cool. Uh, if anyone wants any more information on the the origins of Temmy J Wizard or uh, or some slight more insight into some of the decks and stuff, uh, you guys did do a live podcast, um, and that I assume will be up for people to. Well, definitely by the time this is out, that will be on the internet for people to digest. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, if you look in the corner now, if you're on YouTube, we'll have had a link. If you're at the bottom in uh, bottom in SoundCloud, if you're on SoundCloud. There will be a link at the bottom, so go listen to that as well. It was fantastically funny. Uh, loads of excellent guests and everything else as well. Um, so were there any massive surprises for you guys at the tournament in things people were running? Um, I'm trying to think if I saw anything really, really unusual. Um, I, DLR, I was a lot more DLR crim than I was expecting to see, but it's, it's a good deck and it's something people fall back onto when they're like looking for other things. Yeah. Um, beyond that, no. I mean... Having looked at the top tables, there's a lot of Estelle Moon out there. Um, there is a shout, I think it's Alex Borrell was running a brain damage ETF deck and he finished 17 and missed out on making the top 16 by one place. I believe he was running brain damage, net damage, meat damage ETF yeah. kill, yeah. Uh, which is mad. Apparently he managed to kill someone uh, with each method of damage throughout the day and at no point scored out. Um, yeah, <laughs> mad. I, um, I came up against a deck which was uh, Gagarin and I was like, what? What are you doing? I'm not quite sure, because like you know, we we kind of are in the scene and know know a bit about the meta index. And like Gagarin is like unless it's like hot tubs or something, which is kind of like this degenerate kind of lateral deck that yeah. uh, it's quite hard to deal with. But uh, no, it was um, sort of a rig shooter, a troubleshooter. Quite yeah, a corporate troubleshooter. And his plan was to raise the strength of the sentries to kind of get my breakers out of the way. He had a uh, will of the wisp of all things as well so yeah it's always interesting kind of coming across these kind of new decks and kind of it's more fun it's kind of more nerve-wracking because you don't quite know what's going on but it's more fun because like, oh i remember that card you know it's just awesome um so from i have limited tournament experience did you expect something like this a premier event to have 
essentially just be meta or do you always get these kind of little bits of janky decks or just weird things people have homebrewed and never told anyone about yeah. while you're playing it, it depends where you are in the table <laughs> <laughs> so like at the top it is the meta it yeah. is the accepted meta maybe with like a few secret tweaks like um, I think we're probably safe to say it now but uh uh, Dave uh, say, uh, say, on uh, no 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 well Dave say on diapers do it. Yep. no the thing I was going to say is there is a version of wizard that top level players are playing with three room mills in it a bad cards wizards I've heard it called yeah so. or southern wizard because uh, no one shared it with Seamus from the north uh, <laughs> as well he was a bit annoyed about that but uh, but yeah so that's nine influence points on this you know three copies yep. of this card because it's level three at the moment and that's just you know I think when I think the trick is you play one, they get rid of it, they score in general, they're alright, I'm safe now from rumor mill. No, no, you're not safe. You're never safe. So yeah, um but yeah, in, then the further into the like mid table, about halfway down, then you've kind of got a bit of a mix and then at the bottom you just have no idea. Yeah, people having a lot of fun just playing their <laughs> mad decks and just you know, it's it's just good, yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's, it's, it's the same with a lot of tournaments where if you're expecting to do well and you're going sort of with try-hard decks, you need to make sure that your try-hard decks aren't just good against the their, their, their key matchups and that you've played them enough so that you know how to deal with jank when you run into it and go, uh, I've got some idea of what I'm doing here, but this is my game plan, I'm going to stick to it or I'm going to alter it slightly. But yeah, it's... And, and again, you will always get it where you the first couple of rounds when you're trying to sweep people to get in, up into the up at the top half you are just going to be sometimes running a company and stuff that is completely mad or just off meta yeah awesome I mean uh, we've said it a few times and I, I say a lot to anyone that's looking at, at starting up the game because it's kind of the people we're, we're aiming stuff at um, that yeah play, playing well generally beats having the the meta call the best thing um, because you can always surprise people with, with good play and, and traps and I the mean, bluffing element there, and that would be <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. see uh, Ben Nee at uh, Worlds uh, you know second place Crikey with like a really well uh, divined off meta deck and just played it phenomenally so yeah, yeah. I, if, if it is sort of you are coming up to your first major tournament and you listen to say a week or two weeks before and you're like oh god there's this hot new meta deck and there's something you've been practicing for ages take the thing you've been practicing for ages because you'd rather get to the end of the day and go that's the best I could have done with my deck rather than getting to the end of the day and someone and then one of your opponents comes to you going yeah you misplayed that horribly with wizard i don't know what you're doing there that was the story of day one for me um, <laughs> <laughs> i didn't i didn't play horribly but um i ran wizard because it's it's a meta, it's the meta thing uh talking to richard hammond who suggested decks to me and i went oh i've made a change and he'd always go no don't put it back <laughs> don't do that yeah. he got very annoyed i took the, sh the snares out of the ig deck because i don't really like snare um, but I do like Shy Q, and apparently that's bad. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I, I got I, I got told off for that. Um, oh, no, but then it's the thing of like um, you pick the cards that you want and try and make, it's kind of like a passion project at that point, and you will. It's kind of a theme of like the more you enjoy playing a deck, the more you will play it, and the better you will get with it, and the more you will understand. But take it out and play it against decks that you are expecting to see certainly so they have at least a game plan against them or kind of at least theory craft like a game plan against it i mean like gq right man maybe not the best card but um i think people will take it and then maybe you could do something like a, a philotic kill deck <laughs> do you know what i mean well, yeah. I, I got so many kills in testing in on jinteki yeah. with using the Shaikus to score a Philotic and, and getting the kill that way so I, I enjoyed it and I was finding whenever they hit snares I didn't have any money 
but that's probably just because I make bad choices and don't keep money. <laughs> um, cool, so as much as we've kind of covered it, are there any uh, last tips for anyone that is looking to either get into Netrunner or especially get into Netrunner competitively from you guys? Hydration is very important. I was about to say the exact same thing. <laughs> so make sure you bring a bottle of water, don't overdo the caffeine because otherwise you'll go full papyrus hands and fire your cards everywhere when you're trying to shuffle and bring nice snacks because you'll find you'll get ruined at tournament events where you're paying sort of five pounds for a sandwich but going to the supermarket and buying the brand of breakfast bar that you like the most and having those in your bags every time you get a bit hungry and grumpy that that's it's a self wing but sugar crashing will the sugar level yeah, yeah. is a, a real yeah. thing yeah yeah oh yeah i mean i was um, i didn't manage to throw my cards everywhere but i used i was getting really excited day one flicking my click trackers over and pinging them on my opponent so that was uh, that was entertaining apologize for that like two or three times in one game um but yeah no definitely i, I bought flapjacks with me because uh, they're, they're quite good for the good energy and stuff um so yeah thank you very much guys uh, it's been uh, Edie and chris from run last click like i said if you're internet runner go listen to them they are wonderful okay guys that was our interview with run last click next up we're talking to personal favorites of mine teamwork cast and friend and um, if you guys haven't checked them out, you really should. They do fantastic commentary on live games with fancy effects and everything. Um, it's a joy to watch and it's helped me learn a load about Netrunner. So here is my interview with them. I'm here with my second interview of today with uh, Teamwork Cast and Friend. Um, I will get them to introduce themselves because I'm terrible with names and very, very tired at this point. <laughs> so we have... I'm Christian. And I'm Gideon. You didn't say I'm um, Christian from Teamwork Cast. I'm slightly disappointed. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> it's that catchphrase. We're, we're going to do the proper ending, are we? Yeah. Yeah. yeah yes. I hope. Yes. yes. Have to. Cool. So, um, you guys have both been playing in the Netrunner tournament? Yes, we have. Uh, how did you do? Well, I made it to the second day, which is already way better than I expected. And then I made it to, like, uh, place 30-something. Yeah. yeah. So, it was a phenomenal result for me. Uh, I didn't expect I didn't train at all. And so, so that always feels kind of really nice if you get something for free, so to speak. 30-something. That was fun. Yeah, uh, 34, I believe. Maybe, maybe. I think. Because I looked earlier. Very close to the 32 cat, which is... Uh, I didn't get the deck box. But then somebody uh, else gave me the deck box, so that oh, was nice. okay. Yeah, I got booted out on the first day, something in the three-digit range. It, it doesn't matter because I had some very, very great games. Actually, one of the best Netrunner games I've had in something like half a year or so. It was really, really tense. We split the round. Both games ended 7-6. And it was, <laughs> it, it was a nail-biter finish, both games. And that's, that makes it up for me, because even losing these kinds of games is, is still fun. And that's what's so great about this game, I think. Yeah, no, I, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, and the, a, having a community that is always so friendly is such a, such a bonus for this game. Um, so what were you guys running to, uh, over, over the tournament? So I'm, as always, I'm running Andromeda, and, or a criminal at least, yeah. and then uh, the second one is going to be, uh, I have an NBN deck, a Spark deck, actually, which was, um, I, I was I was unsure about it, I was, I was sure about Andromeda, because, you know, that's kind of like a familiar ground for me, but I wasn't so sure about the, uh, about the NBN. I was running Smoke, uh, I'm running Smoke both in the regular tournament and also in Cash Refresh. And for the regular one, I was running Polana Glacier. I made some last-minute changes, which I'm kind of sort of regretting. 
And you and me both. <laughs> and for Cash Refresh, I'm playing HB Moonspam. Thanks. Cool. Um, so, were there any things I've been asking everyone? Were there any massive surprises for you? Things you didn't expect to see? Um, I'll hold the mic in between you, so just just sort of join in. Not well, not really actually. I, I, maybe uh, I was expecting even more HP than we are seeing right now. And yeah, it's yeah. Um, especially in the in the top 16, it's just shy over half of them are playing it. Uh, I was expecting more, to be honest, and I was not really expecting so many people bringing Anarch, because everyone is obviously taking against uh, Moonspam. Yeah, I was expecting to play a lot more Brits. I didn't play a lot of a lot of Brits, but okay, I I did. Uh, well, that's, maybe that was just me, but it was like crazy. I kind of counted, and it's like last on uh, no, second day, like I played every player I met was from a different country. So that was like the diversity was kind of amazing, at least in, uh, uh, when it comes to the country of origin. Yeah. As, as far as decks, I only I think I just played only wizards. I think there was just I think two exceptions. Yeah. One was a, a Val, and the other one was a Steve. Ooh. Okay. Um, is there anything you expected to see you haven't seen? No, not really. No. No. Oh, what, excuse me. In the... uh, so if you if, would, did you expect to see any decks that just weren't here? Oh yeah, uh, well they were here, but I haven't played them. Oh, okay. Uh, uh, the um, the potatoes decks, I expected a lot of them because there, there was this little discussion about potatoes, uh, about PU. Ah uh, uh, yes. Potential and yes. Yes. And I was really, I was really. Players, round two pairings are up. And I was, um, I was, I'm, I'm afraid of of the, of the yeah. potatoes decks yeah. because I always lose against them, and so I was glad that I haven't <laughs> met them. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I think we have to wrap this up. We have to go to get our pairings. No, absolutely fine. It has been lovely talking yeah. to you both, and you. I'm hoping we can do some kind of collaboratory stuff with um, commentating on games and stuff together at some point in the future. Uh, so yeah, guys, watch this space and uh, remember. Hack the planet. Thank you very much, guys. Ten. Okay, that was Teamwork Cast. Uh, and next, uh, for our final interview, I spoke to some of them American folk that travelled over here from the US. Uh, in particular, it is Dan and Kenny, who I'm sure you are all aware of. Um, so, on to that interview. Okay, uh, here with another interview uh, with people that don't really need any introduction in their own community. We have Dan and Kenny, uh, all the way from America. Yep. Say hello. The Yo. real America. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Freedom. Apple pie. Donald Trump. <laughs> Whoops. Oops, sorry, guys. <laughs> sorry, boys. We didn't we, mean to. <laughs> we accept your apology. Um, I not to. <laughs> Oh, we're in the same situation at the moment. It's not good. I know. We hear you've got a really good guy who's going to lose. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good, Jazzy. Our, uh, our Bernie, essentially. Yeah. Um, cool. So, how's it gone? Well, we pretty well. We were top 16 and yeah. ended up finishing, not, what, what, 9th or 12th? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Uh, so, not the worst finish. We were really hoping. So, uh, at North American Continentals this past year, we got first, second. Yeah. We won the repeat because it'd be really funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Joshua had a twenty-five to one bet with Laurie Balder that we'd won two again. One hundred one. Oh, it was a hundred to one. It was a hundred to one. 
Wow, that was for five five dollars too. So that would have been a big big that would have been a big boon for Josh. Yeah. He also had either of us at six to one yeah. for twenty five. Yeah. I know. That's pretty. That's yeah. a reasonable bet. Yeah. So is is that a common thing betting on the netrunner? Um, we're, we're degenerates. <laughs> yeah. So amongst I, you lot, yes. I mean, like it's like mostly like me and Jason Dang. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's just it's, it's an extension of like regional rivalries, kind of. Also, just like I don't know, we're like coming over here, we're making fun of the Brits. The Brits are like we're the best because they kind of are. Yeah, they are. So yeah. you know, they've they've definitely. I, I think the UK is definitely the. Has, has the most strong players. They the, yeah, they are the strongest meta right now. Yeah. The US Northeast used to be the strongest, yeah. and now the UK is taking over. Yeah. It's nice for us to be good at something. Uh, cool, so what were you guys playing? Um, so we both played Wiz as a runner, and we played one card off, I think. Um, we tested a bunch. It was like a variation on Temujin Wiz. It was originally like three Temujins, and then at the last second, we're like. No, not at the last second. It was originally. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we were originally playing like. Basically, Chris Dyer's deck from Worlds, like with like influence adjusted and like five or six cards chip switch plus three hacktivists because we thought Moons was like the deck to beat. Um, which it is. Yeah. Yeah, which it is. And then we didn't think it was as good as it is with all the tech until we got here. And so basically, we got here and we were testing a different version of Moons than the Brits were playing. They had three tech startups, which vastly increases your amount of nut draws because your nut draw is ice a moon yeah. but icing a tech startup is just as good yeah um so their nut draws were just like way more common and we weren't beating that nut draw with our wins mm -hmm. so uh basically what we did was we ended up cutting a temujin for a rumor mill um and playing four currents because if you win the current we're usually in good shape and rumor mill is at least as good as activist meeting oh yeah mm -hmm. but that's why it's tier three yeah, that's it's a dumb card. It's a very dumb card. Uh, and the thing is, is like we assumed everybody would just, we assumed that the UK was still on a pretty bad version of Moonies. Yeah. Um, because that's what you were playing like two weeks ago. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. It had a bunch of flaws. It only had one ELP. Which it had terrible. one ELP. There's like all sorts of wrong things with it. So you know, we were testing against that, beating it more often than not. And we were like, this is fine. Yeah. Um, you know, we have a we have a pretty good NBN matchup. We don't think there's going to be a lot of Jinteki, so you know, we thought we were in good shape. We got here and uh, we were ready to play food codes. Yeah. Uh, to try and dodge basically like the hacktivist meeting wizard decks that like don't deal with Fairchild three and double Fairchild three well or like. Yeah. Uh, we had Seder Adaptive Barrier was actually a really great piece of ice for your remote that had come out recently. It got real big in the late game and pretty much nobody was breaking that efficiently. So we thought we were in pretty yeah. good shape with food codes. Uh, turns out... It also uh, stomps on it on Criminal. Yeah, you just can never lose to Criminal. You like triple ice or centrals and turn off. It's, it's, a, it's, good that, it's a deck that's very good at turning off to Mujin Contracts. Yeah. Um, the issue is... Uh, so we were all ready to go with this like the night before and... Then I went on J everybody else went to bed and I was like, I'm gonna go on JNet and play JNet. I went on JNet and I played against a character called Hello World. Hello underscore world. And uh, we Alex. Pretty White, sure it was a British Smurf. We knew it was a British Smurf account. For those of you in the community who don't know, it's common among top players at this point to create different JNet account names so that way people don't know who you are. Yep. Um, so like like Kenny Kenny's was uh, two Two, two shit to equip. Two shit to equip. I've seen you on there. <laughs> I, I, made, I, I created a French alter ego named Yves Olivier. Right. Uh, so we were running on those accounts. 
So Yves Olivier ran into Hello Underscore World and played against with both Moonies and Food Codes, two games, three games in a row. This wizard deck that just seemed to have infinity copies of Rumor Mill. <laughs> like every time I did anything, Rumor Mill, Rumor Mill. And Food Codes is takes a stone shit to Rumor Mill. You can't do anything. As long as they have enough money to get into your remote, you can't score. <laughs> so I was like, well... How do we fix this? We, the, not, not how do we fix this. I was like, this must be what the Brits have. Yeah. Because they were talking a big game of their whiz game against Moons. Right. I was like, this must be it. Woke up in the morning at Alex White's house. Said Alex White, is this your is this your stupid deck? And he said, no. And we're like, yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. You look at it, his face, his face. He's lying. We're 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 high level Neverender players. It's hard to ruse us. Yeah. yeah. Um. So naturally, in the train station, the morning of the tournament, we're like, how do we build any other deck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I I had brought I brought a couple of things, and so one of the things was like Josh, who we tested with, had told us that like. He played CTM and he said, I think CTM is nuts good against all the wizards that are teched for like not CTM. They don't have slums anymore, they don't have strike, they don't have da- David. Draw like cards you need to be like CTM. Yeah, and have you can't deal with like Tollbooth or Archangel. You or can't, like, like, you don't have Spoon. A- we have this is one of the cards you cards you caught for the current. Yeah. Right. And so I was like he's like, but it's complete shit against Andy. And I've just been like talking to everyone and nobody who you know, you know like most of the, the super serious competitive players, absolutely nobody is an, on Andy. Every single person is on Wiz. And so I was like, you know what? I haven't played this deck a bunch, but that, Josh tells me it's nuts. I think he's right. I'm going to switch to it. And so I like was like putting it together in the morning. Alex was like, the taxi's here. So I was like, give me two more minutes. <laughs> I got I to find these cards. So, I got to make sure I have the correct 49. So while he's waiting for the taxi, I'm putting multiple Lotus Fields and Arc Lockdowns into my into my deck, trying to basically exploit the fact that Wizard might not be able to break Lotus Field without Black Orchestra. Um, and, and they don't have Nerdy Eyes. Or if you, or just like get the get their, um, yeah, they don't have Nerdy Eyes. Yeah. Most of them. We, we ended up playing Nerdy Eyes. It's quite a good card. Like, it's yeah, a reasonable yeah. use of your influence. Yeah. Um, so mostly for your boosting. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, naturally you can put it on whatever if you're trying yeah, to save yeah. money, but like, it's for you know in York to four get, seems good. You get a data sucker plus narrowity eyes or an ice carver plus narrowity eyes, and suddenly every fail trial is black. Yeah, it also lets you beat um, Archangel for one data sucker, which is really important for medium digging against yeah. all the yellow decks. Because otherwise they Archangel purge, and then you just you're like just yeah, you need to like you end up paying through the trace. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's your plan against like Archangel. I did win a few games playing through Archangel traces. In the other Same. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome. So uh, Any, anyway, so, oh, yeah, so yeah. I thought that wasn't the end of it. Then we got to the train station, <laughs> and I immediately talked myself out of this stupid idea of like just trying to like like if I'm gonna like if I'm gonna play like cheese arc lockdown like remote lock deck, I might as well play Scorpio. Like, this is like not a good deck. Yeah. This is not what you want to be doing this in. Um, so I'm like, whatever. I'll just do the objectively most powerful thing and build moons. So I brought moons. Yeah. Um, slightly different than the British version. I was playing three beta tests over three successful field tests, which is much better. Yeah, um, it's not close. It's not It's not close at all. Successful field tests, obviously, like, it's a lot of fun to, like, install, like, three billion cards, uh, but you don't score successful field tests and install three billion cards unless you're already winning. Yeah. Um, so I did made that replacement. I also cut the third biotic for a second Lakshmi. Um, most Which is closer. It's closer... Um, but I think the Lakshmi is slightly better because it's something you can install and get a counter for Moon in the early game, whereas Biotic is completely dead in the early game. Yeah, that's uh, Lakshmi Smart Cap Fabrics, yeah, isn't it? Smart Fabrics. Yeah. Um, it also is 
I mean, like, it's really good in the late game to, like, friends and high blazes double actually once they trash them. Like, as you know, like, with ELP out, like, that's more than a deck can deal with. And you still got two clicks left over to do whatever. Three if you got Jeeves. Mm -hmm. uh, so that's what we ended up playing. Um, yeah. I was really happy. With yeah, I was really happy with it too. I was happy with everything we yeah. played. I was kind of, I was kind of didn't know what I was doing on the first day. I had not. I played like five games of CTM total, yeah. like including like when it was the actual best deck, and I was like kind of fumbling around and like, and I you went, played three games of testing like right before the tournament, and I beat him three times with Wiz. So I was like. <laughs> But I was like, he's like, don't, and he's like, he's like, I feel comfortable with this now. Thanks for the testing. <laughs> now I know what I'm doing. <laughs> I was like, this seems okay. So it turns out that the the thing about CTM now is, if you draw your Sensei's Actors Union on turn one, you automatically win the game. Yeah. Right. I did it a couple times, and it's just like, because no one has any slums, not, there's no tech. Like, part of it is like, if you run, I, my mom had virtual tour. If you run the remote and it's Mama virtual tour, you, you lose. lose. You can't know like no one beats it. <laughs> yeah, it, 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 you're paying. You lost your entire turn. <laughs> like you're, you're so far behind. You're the you're in the deepest plausible shit. So yeah. you can't run your remotes. I was even some games. I was like, you know, I can just turn one and sell a naked agenda because you can't check the remotes unless you're attack me deck. So to clarify, the virtual tour is the one that makes you pay the five if yeah. you can to yeah. trash yeah. it, and, and then CTM will hit you for attack. That's yeah. correct. And yeah. if you and if you and if so you so that minus nine. And if you <laughs> fire your sensi. You can just like install a virtual tour on the Sensi if you yeah. find it. Makes it even more difficult. Then they've got to like get low on credits enough that they trash the Sensi and don't. Hit I mean, the biggest thing was just no one was tax free. Yeah, and then and then you're and then you're cold hearted. And yeah. all none of none you have a bunch of ice that Wiz has a pain in the ass break in. Archangel is the hardest ice for Wiz to deal with right now. Yeah. Yep. Furthermore, like like if they are meeting medium digging you, even if you don't have the Archangel out. And you run into the Archangel, almost everybody's relying on Data Saga to break it, and like nobody's prepared to like beat the trace on the hit yeah. of R&D. Yes, and so I'm running the CBS too, so I, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it's like medium isn't even a good plan anymore. It's, I, 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 I played a Wiz a little bit against Josh with it, and I beat him like one game out of like three, I think. And it was just not good. It's just like you need to hit Temujin to have a chance. And they all cut to Mugen for their triple rumor. Yeah, that was the other thing. Uh, like, they cut like the best card in their deck against it. Yeah. I didn't actually ever get to play against any of them on it. But I think I had like a nuts matchup against them. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So is that so you were playing unless I completely missed the point, CTM. Well, he was playing you were playing CTM. Yeah, you were playing you were playing ETF moons. Yeah. Cool. Um so was there anything you guys saw that you really didn't expect or things you really expected that you just didn't see? By the time, by like the day before the tournament, I think we made. I mean, the morning of the tournament, everything we knew, everything we were gonna see, and it was basically correct. Yeah, we had a yeah. we had a perfect read on the meta the morning before the tournament. The day before the tournament, we were complete morons. <laughs> we thought we had a great Moonies matchup, and no, I don't think we did. No, we don't. We have an okay Moonies matchup. Yeah. I think we're like 50-50. Yeah. Somewhere near. We live in the deck that's like 50-50 against literally every deck in the field, except for CI and maybe CTM. Cool. So, um, yeah. so your, uh, I suppose, a good advice is do your homework. Yeah, it's, a, it's a, I mean, it's hard and it's a lot of fun, but just talk to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. I, I've always told everybody this, and like, it's hard if you like haven't like necessarily like broken into the community. But if you want to like get a little more serious at Netrunner, get in Stimhack Slack, stimhack.slack.com. You can request an invite. It's where everybody talks about Netrunner. That's like the major hub. Yeah. Get in there, talk to people, and. You know, like, obviously you've got to grind your games out. You want to get good in Netrunner, play a ton of games. But the next thing you need to do is start talking to everybody about Netrunner. Yeah. 
Um, and so much of this game is reading the metagame, and you'll have no idea how to do that unless you're talking. Yeah. 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 It's it, it's really important to be talking a lot. You know, I was, you know, we're we're from America, so to get an idea of like the UK meta, you know, we need to talk to people who are actually here. Yeah. <laughs> and like you know, they, they had the building a better Brit um, call like grand final. I watched like the whole stream and like was like taking notes and everything. So uh, bring another bit, Brit to world. Yeah. 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 Build a better Brit. <laughs> I like that. Obviously, being American, you're sticking to just saying things wrong and going, no, this is what it is. I mean, when other people say fucking toodle pip. <laughs> I'm not sure anyone really says that. Um, I think that's just the way you guys portray oh, okay. us in media. Did you ever manage to get the uh, the minced veal and lamb chops with bone you were after, Dan? Because uh, you were quite not, upset on Friday. Uh, I spoke to Vapo, who is uh, another home cooking enthusiast. And he informed me that is like only one in all of the UK. Yeah, you guys, yeah, you guys just boil your meat. <laughs> boil meat, meat and big, cabbage. Boil meat, cabbage, big beans. That that is what we live off. Yeah, all yeah, it's com- garbage. Yeah, ready meals, ready meals from the fridge. Um, <laughs> we had a bunch of Indian food, which is great. Yeah, we had Thai food. Yeah, like we ate like you know. All the places that you like try to colonize in the history of the world, like you have great food. <laughs> Yeah. You managed to not bring any back for a very long time. <laughs> well, I think we brought some back and ruined it. Yeah. Um, we're quite good at doing that. Yeah. But yeah, you're it's too excited. Make it bland and tasteless. Yeah. I was like, I was like, Alex. As opposed to filling it with sugar like you guys do, yeah? I was like, Alex, where's your salt? I was like, people don't put salt in food here. It's like literally <laughs> the most important ingredient. <laughs> it's the best. Salt is the best. Anyway, yeah. So I ended up not finding veal. It turns out that your country has... Uh, a lot of animal rights activists were very angry about veal because, you know, it's like they kill the baby cows and stuff like that. But according to Vebo, they still kill the baby cows because there's literally no reason to keep steers if you're not breeding them. Yeah. So they just kill them and throw them away. <laughs> so great job, you guys. Yeah, we're uh, efficient and... Um... <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice that the only, the only thing in the grocery store that's from the UK is meat. You guys make nothing else. It's like everything else is like imported from wherever. Just like you just raise meat, like you go to the, pa- the the like meat section. It's just like British flags everywhere yeah. on like every menu, yeah. everything. Cumberland sausage, regular sausage. So um, we'll obviously have you back at some point down and do a cooking with Dan and how not to suck at food. Yeah, we used yeah? to do cooking stream. Did you? Well, not really. Did you bring but back the stream? Was- <laughs> the menu's great right now. Yeah, I'll bring back the stream. All right, fine. Excellent. You guys can go on the Twitch TV slash Tim Hack at some point. Uh, or stim hack with a D at the end. Does someone else have stim hack? I don't know. Anthony made it. How's he doing? I guess he has this new game. Yeah. Should we give a shout out to that? What's it called? Oh, uh, Slay the Spire. Uh, yeah, check it out. It's a really cool game. Uh, it's it's on like sla- uh, It's on Steam something. Greenlight. Yeah, it's on Steam Greenlight right now. It's uh, it's a really cool computer game, single player game. Uh, for those of you who like games like Dominion, deck builder games, uh, it's a deck builder roguelike player versus enemy game. So what you do is you progress through the dungeon, and as you defeat enemies, you get a chance. Each enemy you defeat, you get a chance to draft a card into your deck, and you okay. use your deck to fight later enemies. As the enemies get harder and harder, and you try and build like a synergistic deck to fight enemies with. It's a really cool game. Awesome, that sounds amazing. Um, she'll pester him for a review copy. So, um, is there anything else you guys want to mention, like from being here? Anything that you were? Uh... Well, we're we're, a little, we're both a little bit sad that we like 
made the cut and then sort of scrubbed out in the cut. Yeah. If that's a thing. I mean, I guess scrubbing out is yeah. like. Uh, but I think I'd really. I think CTM was probably the best deck for the cut, other than maybe other CI was also. Three CI was better. Yeah, I think that's true. But um, I was just happy to be able to personally eliminate Chris Dyer, so I don't have to like <laughs> take a backseat to him, because like I'm really sick of doing that. <laughs> Make it relevant again before Worlds. Make yeah, you need a new tournament. Make Dan relevant again. Are you going to Gen Con? Yeah, I think I am. I don't think I am. Why not? There's only so much I can do this shit. I think I probably will. Good. If I won this, I wouldn't have. But no, I need a. I don't know. You gotta beat. You gotta beat the West Coast. I gotta win on a regular basis, otherwise I'll like feel bad about myself. <laughs> you should. Um, so as, as we've, uh, like I said, we, we sort of cater to newer players with our network and stuff. Have you got any advice for people getting into the game? So obviously talking to people is good, playing games is I think good. the first and most important thing is to know what you want to be doing in the game. And we can give you a lot of advice about like how to get into the competitive community if you want to get serious about getting like really good at network. Some people don't want that and that's okay. You know, like, like we can't... Like we might just give advice about how to get into the community, but I said if you just want to play like a little bit of Netrunner and play like explore like weird interactions, like you don't need to follow our advice. Um, you don't like there's different ways to enjoy the game, and that's okay. And there's room for people to enjoy the game in a different in different ways without like infringing on each other's space. Like like honestly, there's there's something in the game for everybody. I think Kenny's right. This is like the first time in the history of the world that I'm gonna say this, but like. You know, like, there's, like, tons of, like, fun things you can be doing in Netrunner. And if you look at the metagame of this tournament, uh, a lot of people will, like, bitch and moan and be like, oh, everybody's Wiz and Moonies. But, um, you can be playing a lot of things that yeah, are very yeah. good right now. I think I had a better Moonies matchup than I had, like, a Scorp matchup, for example. Yeah. Um, or, like, a Soul matchup. Or, like, yeah. you know, like, there's, like, a bunch of different decks that I, I think I had a worse matchup than the Moonies matchup, but I text for it. Yeah, the fact and, of the matter is, is, like, Everybody was just going deep against these decks and playing them because they are objectively the most powerful things. But that is a very, a very exploitable metagame. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. In a way that, like, World... CTM at Worlds is like, actually just the best deck. Yeah, CTM at Wizards of Worlds was, like, a problem. Like, those decks, you couldn't really do that great against no matter what you did. These decks, you can. Yeah. 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 And it's very different, and it, it's, it's hard to tell if you're not, like, really into it and playing a bunch. But, like, you know, I... At Worlds, I was like, oh, I'm not facing CTM. I'm okay with this. Yeah. N now, I, I'm, oh, I'm not facing Wiz. I'm excited about this. Here, I'm like, I'm not facing, C I'm not facing ETF. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, like, what, what, what is this? Do, what do I do? Like, yeah. I haven't tested anything against whatever this is. And I, it's not, it's not shit. Like, I, you know, I, I, I went 0-2 against Wayland. I see a Shaper deck, and I am instantly confused. Yeah. I don't. You don't know what could be in it, but it's yeah. it's. I mean, like they have functional cards. Like they have a card that makes them take an extra click every turn for two. They have a card that draws them like literally three thousand cards for one. Mm. Like it's not bad. Yeah. yeah. So do you think from uh, so from the the meta game we had at Worlds to now we are in a better place for Netrunner? Much better. Yeah. Much 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 better. Yeah. Moonies um, is kind of dumb because of how it's how how hard it is to beat their nut draw. Um, and it's just there is so little they can just like open like Mooney's Architects like another install and you're just like fucked but like Mooney's is fun when they don't get their natural yeah you can still play a game against them yeah, yeah. And, it, and it's interesting to make a decision it's just they get like 20% of the time they get a draw you just can't contest and it kind of sucks yeah and the fact that the deck is so powerful and like such a you know 
you know, you've got to you've got to play for it so much that it leaves a lot of other corp decks open to play that maybe otherwise could be easily hated out. Stuff like yeah. CTM, where yeah. like you are not very good against any slums that gets played against you, you're in trouble. Or, stuff or like any, C, stuff any like Aaron Marin. Aaron Marin. I'm not stuff playing like, MC Informant. That card sucks. Yeah. Stuff like CI, where like employee strike could be a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, but they don't have that anymore, so you can play CI. So like anytime the meta gets really really narrow like this, um, that's a time for you to think about what sort of outside angle you can yeah. play. And uh, yeah, don't get discouraged about the state of the meta game because of any one tournament. Yeah. Um, these US Nats is still happening. And that, that is an extremely diverse topic. There, there's 10 out of 16 Shaper in the cut. They, yeah, they, I, I saw that on the Netrunner of Dorks. It's posted for this. Four Wayland in there as well? Yeah, yeah. They, it, uh, and I was like, I've been, you know, we talked, I talked to like, like a lot of people yeah. on lots of different places who are like real into Netrunner, and it's just like, it's really interesting. They, they think, the West Coast thinks they have a deck that kills Moons. I'm curious to see what's going to happen after this tournament when the Brits, like, take it with, like, their Moons deck, which I think is better than anyone on the West Coast had. Yeah, the American, we, we were we were on shit Moons compared to this. Yeah, yeah. Having well, no tech startup is really bad. <laughs> yeah. Their Moons is way better. And I'm curious to see if, if the matchup is still bad when you play against good Moons versus good that. And I'm really interested in finding out, and I wish there was, like, another tournament... Another huge tournament in Le Mans to figure it out. Yeah. We have regionals, but, like, regionals are... I love the big tournaments where, yeah, like... Yeah, the, the, there's nothing better than, than these continental championships Where, like, the everyone world. trains for them. Yeah, yeah. Like, people train a little bit for regionals, but not this way, where you have, like, groups of people, like, talking to everyone to figure out what the meta is and figure out what the perfect deck is and lots of ideas. Cool. Um, so, finally, we've had the change recently from just a single tier to... What, well, what is, I suppose three tiers, although we're only using two of them for the most wanted list. Uh, good or bad? Very good. It should be bans. That's. So you think there should be bans in Netrunner? Everything that's on the three currently should be banned. Okay. I agree. Yeah? Yeah. So, Sensi's, Rumor Mill, Cipher? Yep. Yeah. Do you, what, where do you think Moon will go? I think it should be like one in Friends and High Pros. Yeah, should Friends be three. and High Places and Moon should be put on the MWL. Yep. One of them should be three, the other one should be one. Yeah. Do you reckon there's no argument for saying one should be one, one should be two? I think if they put a, no, a second no level reason, in, there's, there's no reason to have two. Yeah, there's it's no just confusing. Yeah. Okay. Honestly, there's no reason to have three. We should just ban these cards. Yeah. Right. Okay. There's apparently like a strict no ban rule for FFG, where unless something is they like, really don't like banning cards because yeah. they don't want to sell packs of cards to people that you're not allowed to play the cards anymore. It's like a feel bad experience, but for the sake of the met, for the sake of the meta game, these cards would be better off banned. Yeah, um, but this is but this is pretty good. This is way better than before. yeah yeah. This is this is a billion percent better. Like that. Cool. Like this is like one of the best. This is probably the best meta we've had. This is the, this is it's the healthiest like Netrunner has been, maybe ever. <laughs> yeah. Really. Yeah. It's a little bit annoying because the game used to be a lot slower, and now games are decided much earlier in the yeah. game. Which is like, you know, a lot more variance because, you know, your opening hand matters a lot more. Uh, so that's a little bit annoying. But in terms of, like, the amount of different things you can reasonably do, it's yeah. never been better. Yeah. And, and you know, people always talk about, like, the competitive hive mind. And I don't think it's ever been true until now where, like, people hive minded on, like, what decks were the best deck and attacks against them. And it's totally true that there was a ton of other good decks people yeah. could have played and been okay with. Yeah. In a way, there haven't been for, like... Yeah. codes for, or like CT. For like the first three years of Netrunner, like, or the first maybe two and a half years, three years of Netrunner, like, there's no reason to not play Criminal ever. Yeah. And then, like, later, like, it seemed like there was no reason to not play Prefect King. 
Yeah. Um, and for a while, there was no reason to not play... Dumbledore. There was no reason to not play Dumbledore. There was no reason to not play NEH Astrobiotics. There was no reason not to play CTM. And these decks were all so good, and so there was just, like, no so was, angle against them. Right. You know, the best you could do was 50-50, yeah. and you had to work for that. Yeah. You can do a lot better than 50-50 against Moons with, with a number of different things. And these wizard decks are actually true. The wizard decks that are attacked for moons, the more the they, tech they, they are, they're trivially easy to crush. Yeah, yeah. You can crush them with like basically everything that's not moons. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Um, so we've still got a couple of packs coming out in this cycle. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, Scion. Get the over with. <laughs> Get him out. <laughs> so Scion has uh, hit, but isn't legal to for or hasn't been legal for this. Um, but I'm quite excited for the uh, Aeneas Informant because I think it's quite good for criminal. What is this? Oh. We're laughing. We don't know what he's going to do. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. I, was, I was like, new pack comes up. I do not care while I am. It's not okay. legal. Okay. I, I don't read the cards until somebody beats me with them. Right. So, so uh, the card I'm quite excited for, you've got a new criminal resource, a zero to install. Uh-huh. Um, when you... Uh, access a card with a trash cost uh-huh. that you don't tra- that you're not trashing. You may reveal it and gain a credit. Seems too slow. It's terrible. Really? Yep. I think it's terrible. It's bad. I, I, it's, it people, doesn't work with security testing. It's bad. It doesn't work with security testing, but it can replace it. You can have three down because it works exactly. through. It works through medium digs because you're you're accessing the card but not trashing it. Cool. That's actually kind of cool. It works with Wait, gang gang sign HQ interface. Anytime you access, kind of me, access a card with a trash card right, and don't it. trash it. Just don't get me wrong. I, whenever I see, whenever I see a card I'm like trash, garbage, don't play. <laughs> I told I, I when the, when Tumi got spoiled, I told Dan that this card Only is not probably the best card ever. He's yeah. like I don't think it's better than bank job. Like <laughs> <laughs> how is this What you than wrong Dan? What? Were you wrong? I believe the fifth. Oh, you guys have that here? No. No, of course not. No. Uh, well, I, I refuse to incriminate myself. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. um, I think I think I think the real issue for criminal against moons is clicks and not credits. Um, you you like like ELP is really good against you. Like I think you, like Timujin and Desperado like are all enough money, but they're not like front loaded like Wizard is. So I, I don't know. It's not bad. Like oh. I think it'll probably be good at some point. It's like kind of, it's kind of like better. I'm confused. I don't understand. It costs zero when you access a card with a trash card and don't trash it, you get a credit. Yeah. yeah. So zero to install, and then every time you access a card yeah, with a trash card, you it. reveal it, I get it so I they get can it. see it. Two out, and you can click for two credits if there's a card. You you can get eight you credits in out and not roar. You, you, you can get eight card. credits in a single run with a Temujin Desperado and three of those out. No. I don't, I, I don't think it's that great, but I don't think thin's a ground. It sounds a lot it sounds like too much like our revoir. <laughs> yeah, I suppose so. I don't know, like the thing is about criminal is like criminal doesn't usually have a problem getting money. Yeah. It has a problem like turning its money into things useful. Because like what you're doing in criminal right now is like you're paying you're paying like seven with a Gordian blade type thing to break a fair child. So like you can make you know, four credits a click, you know, credits a click, but you're still making one run a turn. So, like, what criminal, like, the, like, like, yeah. Okay. That's basically it. I was like, that's not what criminal is looking for. Criminal yeah. is looking for some way to, some way to get re- deal with ice better. Yeah, they they need, the criminal needs to deal with ice. The, the, 
Z-Res on the stick. There's like a car. Oh, yeah. yeah. That car looks nuts. Yeah, that just like sort of vamps them over and over again. Yeah. There's like little mini vamps of de-resing ice. Yeah, yeah you can... That's the sort of thing that Criminal needs. Criminal needs a way to not deal with the opponent's ice. Yeah. Because it is okay. not good at it. <laughs> it's that's probably going to be broken at some point. Yeah, if it's not broken now, it'll it'll be in a really good deck. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, right, is there any other things you guys want to say before we wrap this up? America. Cheers. Cheers. Right. On a Dali- Thank you very much, guys. Pips on a Dali- uh, pim- Pims on a Gap, yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. Right, brilliant. Thank you. And that is the last of our interviews for today, guys. Thank you very much for listening. Um, As always, you can find us on YouTube, SoundCloud, Facebook, and on the internet at criticaltwits.com. If you've got any feedback, any messages, anything you would like to hear us ask people in further interviews, or any other information that you'd like to pass to us uh give us a shout at critical underscore twits or message us on facebook or just comment on this video thank you very much for listening till next time bye